Featuring CeeLo. Knowing damn well Erica Badu had the best verse on this song. Fucking rude. Black women are the most disrespected. <laughs> that is that is the main flaw of this movie is in the subtitles. <laughs> Should we turn off the music? So yeah, um, before talking about anything else, the ending. She said so, so, so much. Like she just kept going. She could have stopped at the second line. Like she could have stopped at the 10th line. That thing went on for like five minutes. I don't know how long it went, but it was really long. It was, like, yeah. This is like a a, a book. <laughs> which is like hey these are all the things that you should be grateful for every day when yeah being with your person well, when talking to them when letting them know how you feel about things like you should be grateful for every single aspect um like it's not about saying thank you like you were saying like it's not about that it's just that you're not like she was trying to lay out the fact that he wasn't paying attention she said something in there about uh, if I was a movie, you would have handled me with such care. And that's when I started crying because <laughs> mm. I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, how many people have I just treated like shit because they were not a piece of art that I was creating, that I was able to manipulate as I needed and wanted? And like how like fucking... Uh, narcissistic and vain is it to like only be able to define yourself by your artistry by like you're like that's all you are you can't just be a fucking loving person you have to like an artist produce is what something. yeah you have to produce something out of it and you have to make it a thing or somehow it's it's worthless like this woman is has has shared the the, the depths of her her of her life with you like her lowest of lows and she's trying to reach new highs and new new peaks with you and you're just overlooking it because it's not the thing that you can share and so like you also you you said something you said something to me early in our relationship that made me like check a lot of things that we a lot of expectations I had about relationships and what they what they mean to me. But we were sitting on uh, Jeanette's porch and you said something about some guy you were with talking or look at like not paying attention to what was happening there and always thinking about an outside perspective. Um, and I don't remember like what was around that, but I always remember that moment of being like, damn, <laughs> that's kind of how I look at things like I. I look at, I like to think of things from an outside perspective. I like to kind if of take. If someone walked in in this moment. Yeah. Like, if someone were watching this movie. Yeah. Exactly. If someone were watching this movie, it'd be like, this would be great TV, you know, or whatever. This, this would be a great movie. And you, when you said that, I realized, of course, as a person trying to woo you, trying to make sure you know that, to make, to, to like, have you be a part of my life and convince you to love me i was like okay <laughs> nope gotta cut that part off of my life like can't do that anymore she doesn't like that but like it wasn't it's that's not exactly how my how my brain works so it literally became a practice in my life where i was like trying to in the in the time like trying to find ways to be more present with you and not think about the out, outside perspective and mm -hmm. you know i think that probably uh helped a lot early on with my own personal insecurities because really all that is is being insecure so you have to like create it to be something more than it is when you can really just like be there 
he kept saying <clears throat> throughout all of the movie, and this is also something that like I've heard in my life too, where it's like, is that what this is all about? Like, mm. is that it? Everything you're saying, it just boils down to this one thing, and you couldn't have just gone straight there. Like, it's it. You you went through all. You took me through all of this. You put me through all of this. When really, it's it boils down to this one thing. But she's not on his mind in that way. He takes her for granted as there. It's such pure entitlement to just not notice the decisions that are being made for you out of kindness and care on the daily. So I wrote down a bunch of I wrote down a bunch of notes. Is that what you were this. doing? So many notes about <laughs> this. There were just so many things that I wanted. Like I want to do a whole podcast about this movie. <laughs> like just every week. Let's let's revisit Malcolm and Marie, shall we? That's great. <laughs> That's great. That reminds me of that bibliography I found about season two, I think, of Insecure, where these librarians mm. created this bibliography of like huge lists for every episode of what to read, watch, take in, <laughs> to study information that yes. stems from each episode and its dynamics and its characters and the issues it brings up everything. Ah. Oh, brilliant <laughs> Issa Rae deserves study I'm so, sorry not Issa Rae as a person nobody deserves that type of study the show Insecure that Issa Rae created and wrote deserves so much study wait I just need to understand why you said no person deserves that study well I don't think people should be studied in that way I think like when you're uh, studied in that way you get things like the Kardashian family Oh, like you're under a, a microscope. Yeah, you're always like everybody distorts reality. Yeah, everybody's looking at you because you're famous and you need to know every aspect of their life, like king queen type shit. Like oh, I, okay. I don't think anybody. I didn't quite take it that way. I was thinking sort of more like once somebody's dead, we study them to like understand. Well, no, but I, I still don't think you should study them. I think you should study what they put into the world. I think studying people is is what. Uh, it, it leads to like idolization and things like that. And it's like, that's not what it's about. Like this yeah. person is putting out something into the world. Pedestal. You were supposed to focus on this uh, and not the person kind of like a, a Jesus thing. Like, Why are you focusing on what Jesus would do? What did he do? Like that is what we're supposed to be looking at. Not like him as a person and making him this huge idol. And we don't need to go into religion right now. You know what I mean? yeah. like, <laughs> like it's, literally a couple of passages in the in the book that you're referring to about idolization mm. just because it's god's son doesn't doesn't feel like you should give an exception wowza you know whatever uh hot topics here here and now <laughs> oh so i wrote i wrote some things down all right the this this was building off of the last thing you said but does um do you feel like because early on in the movie it was very obviously it very obvious that they were taking each other for granted and that was kind of like the theme of what was happening um like they keep on they kept on going back with their kind of like monologues about and for each other and each person was like well you don't appreciate me <laughs> really um so my question is do do you feel like we take each other for granted? And if yes, or it doesn't matter. The second half of that question is, do you think that's like unavoidable in hmm. relationships that eventually you're going to take someone for granted? Can I answer your question with a non-answer to that question? The way uh, I do. you got, yeah. So something I was thinking about um, throughout the movie I guess. So we watched 40 minutes of it and then we, in the middle of the day and then we stopped and then we watched the rest tonight. Parent lives, nap Parent times, life. bedtimes, etc. Um, the, at the point that we stopped earlier today, I literally was thinking the thought at this point in the movie, these two characters have said more truly like pointed hurtful things to each other than Asani and I have ever said to each other. Yeah. Like 
And I thought you and I are like these two characters, know each other enough that we very well could say something like that. We mm, could say yeah. something that could really hurt the other, throw things in each other's face. Like if if we were like cultivating that inside of us, we could do that, you know? But we don't, we haven't, we try not to. When mm. it even barely came up recently as like a thing that could be perceived as something being thrown in the other's face, we had a giant... <laughs> giant discussion about like do we want to like cross that boundary um, and i was trying to understand what i had said or done that had affected you so much and the whole conversation was about that but i like pulled it out of you of like what tell me what just happened tell me what i said and what it meant yeah that it would because i know when i said something that affected you at that time but like What's a what is it that's affecting you? So anyway, I'm saying we I think we're very aware of the potential of harming each other in in backhanded ways like that. Hmm. We also don't fight in the same way, you know. Um, we get very animated in our discussions, and I think we have fought, but like it's we're, not. We're, we're as, more reserved. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we withhold things. What is it where you like, you don't, you know how when you say the thing you really want to say, to, whether it's like get back at someone or like you know you're gonna win if you say it and it's gonna hurt the other person. Hmm. Anytime I've experienced anything like that with you. I've I've said anything that was like the you I know I have the upper hand. I know I'm going to I know it's going to like you know, like slam dunk. It's in like it just I feel so horrible afterwards at the mm. thought of how badly you feel. That like ever ever since those moments where they have happened it's like oh, I like yes, I I could say things, but I don't even really like mentally go into what I could say in terms of like bringing up old histories, in terms of like demeaning you mm. as a person, like why that doesn't work for how we work, you know? It doesn't mean I like go through what I want to say sometimes, like, or like want to communicate or how I want to communicate it like boldly, because I'm not always good at boldly communicating with you but there's there's still like a limit that I place on myself that I've tried really hard to place on myself of not unnecessarily harming you yeah just to harm you or to get back at you like that's that's the line and so um when watching them and like i said like in the first 40 minutes in the first 20 minutes they said things where i was like oh my heart like <laughs> if asani said that to me if i had experienced all that and asani had said that to me i would be devastated like i would have that in my head for the rest of forever and then they just kept going <laughs> and the thing is is that like i don't understand how the whole movie i related so much to each character i related so much to the words they said and the sentiments they had and the feelings they had they're very good with that. Yeah, but I also wasn't like wrecked by the movie. Yeah, not really. Like I it was not a movie where I was like, Oh my god, I am I am traumatized. This is I can never watch that again or like it I am my heart is gone. Like it was just a really honest showing of this interaction. And so can I can I cut you off? No. I have Hold it. Okay. I'm holding. My point is is that I think that when in a relationship you're willing to say things to push someone away, to hurt them, to harm them with your words, mm -hmm. there is some level of taking them for granted. Even if on some level you're trying to self-sabotage and you're trying to get them to go away, mm -hmm. on some level you don't believe they will go away. 
Mm-hmm. On some level, you hope they won't go away. On some level, you hope that you're proving that you can take them for granted. But there is some weird something Damn. there. And like, it shows a lack of appreciation for something. Hmm. Although I also feel like no right to judge them <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> like, there's something about it that it's kind of uncomfortable to like have watched this movie about two people that I feel like we just witnessed so much about who they really are as characters. But yeah, and then like point fingers and be like, I'm, I'm so much better than you. <laughs> like, I feel like I can't. <laughs> well, okay. So like that, that's what my question is about though. Cause I have a wholehearted belief that every relationship reaches this point. Yeah. Like, at a certain point, you are done being nice. You're done, Mm -hmm. like, feeling like you may take them for granted or being safe. And, like, we are very new in in those aspects. So, of course, we're going to be reserved and we're going to, like, hold back in a lot of ways, not be brutal. But I'm not saying this is where they were at in the movie, but 20 years in, nigga, some brutal shit is going to be said. There's going to be a couple of like real fuck you moments that happen because you are spending your life with this person. You can't yeah. avoid you can't avoid conflicts no. in that in that sense and not you can't see the depths of someone's flaw and then like they randomly do you wrong. Like you have to hold you have to hold in now the uh the fact that you know this person better than you have ever known anybody and then they do something that upsets you and you're you're if they want you to communicate you're just going to have to say the mean shit. Like, this is what's on my mind. I know you better than I know anyone. So this is the ugly shit to have to say about you in the moment that I'm angry with you because of, you know, whatever. It's going to happen. It's like a consequence of knowing each other. <laughs> to degree. Like, there are degrees of it. Like, huh? there to me, there's a really big difference between, like, getting past being nice. Like, I don't think we're nice to each other. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. Like, that 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 went out the window probably in the first months of us being <laughs> together. Because, honestly, like, I just, I mean, I don't believe we're from Minnesota. But, like, I don't believe that being nice does anything. Except keeps, like society functioning in a minnesota city like there's not anything functionally (laughs) useful about being nice in current day society let alone in a relationship that actually like means something so so let me say that but then also i hear you i i think sometimes cruelty I think requires a high level of intelligence. Hmm. Cruelty is is intelligence being channeled in a real specific way. Like people can be mean, people can be like unkind, but cruel, like they were saying things in that movie that were cruel to each other. Like really cruel. And there was something about it where I felt like we took hmm for granted that they were together throughout the movie. Wow. And it's like, well, they're in a relationship, so they they love each other. Like they're in this. They're so invested. So like you kind of think you, that you're you, able to say those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a fuck. That's another reason why the this shit is good. It's wow. a really good movie. Yeah. But to like I think the thing is is that a lot of the things that they said that I thought were actually like the worst didn't sound really that bad. Hmm. Like they they would say some things and I can't really think of them now, but there were some moments when you're watching, if you're just watching it as like entertainment, it's like, ooh, that's rough. But like, if you think about it from one of their perspectives, the other one saying certain things to them that they said, like it, it's like, it's like shattering. Like it's horrible. There were some things that were really cool and they were intentionally doing that. Mm -hmm. After the first blow, they were literally playing tennis. It was like, oh, you said that? 
oh, I'm going to come back and, and hit this back at you. Like, it's just, okay, maybe tennis isn't the right thing, but like, <laughs> there's just this, like, yes. there was this, I'm going to, I'm going to take what you said. I'm going to think about it. Then I'm going to come back and I have something <laughs> to say. And it was literally, that was such an interesting way of doing this whole thing. But also I kind of think it's really realistic because having the nonstop argument is proof that there is a writer happening it's it's kind of like a part of the break that's breaking the fourth wall in a way if you if, if the argument lasts for the entire movie it's like there were no breaks in that argument y'all don't have y'all don't need time to think about anything y'all don't have any shifts and it was like the whole oh and that they in this movie they had like pauses yeah they were and like very real bathroom pauses. breaks and i love bathroom breaks they never show bathroom breaks <laughs> More, more bathroom breaks. Him having them right before having sex, her him being like, I gotta pee. Yep, that's a so very real, real. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then everything changed. Yeah. So oh, that was And we all knew it was coming. Zendaya. But it was so oh god. That and moment, I think that, that moment thing, particularly Zendaya, oh. she ripped that shit apart. The smile the single tear before and that. the single tear before coming back, going back. Like you could you could just feel the fucking like everything dawning the, on her. The, the 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 wheels of mental health instability rolling. It's like I'm yeah. still here. Like I yeah, I, I want to be sexual with you, but I'm still here. And she's trying to figure it out too. You re- like I don't think she realized like she didn't have this plan. Well, to that do was the my whole speech. thing. Okay, sorry, I should let you finish. I know what you're saying. <laughs> like she didn't have the complete picture until the until the end of the movie like we did because she's still trying to figure out why am i so angry about a fucking thank you yeah and so she's frustrated with herself in that moment and she lets him like live and kind of like go through the cycles of this entire argument until his friend is like no this is not about the thank you like it's so much more than that yeah but (sighs) sorry you wanted to say something no just literally like that's what i was saying earlier is he's he's like that's what this is all about like no she wasn't like playing puppeteer and making you go through this whole thing she's literally working through what like what you're saying what is going on for her and you were the one that pressed her she was like nothing good can come out of this Hmm. i'm not gonna say anything good you're not gonna say anything good tonight let's talk tomorrow and he pressed and pressed and pressed and pressed until finally she was like, all right, fine, let's do this. You didn't thank me. Or whatever she said. Actually, was it was it you didn't thank me? Or was it something before that? I, there was, I think there was uh, something before that. Yeah, but anyway, um, her saying, like, why didn't you cast me? I was mad, too, because he immediately didn't keep the promise that she had just asked him yeah for. He, like, he just so immediately he was, like, was gonna make her feel insult, terrible about insult, it insult. Yeah. i'm like bro you just said yes actually i think <laughs> that's the thing that i i was trying to answer your question with we don't insult each other mm, yeah like no, we we don't even real. really in we try at least maybe i'm worse at it but like we try not to insult each other's intelligence let alone insult each other. And like... Because it's just such a personal line to cross. And it escalates things so quickly. It does. And she comments on that. She's like, you have no ability to de-escalate a situation. <laughs> like, <laughs> at all. <laughs> or however she said it. But that's that's something that... Um, I th- The concept of taking somebody for granted is a strange one because trusting someone on some level is taking them for granted like you're taking it for granted that they will be there it's granted it is it is the baseline you're here like if you're always in survival mode of what if they leave you're never going to build anything with a person Hmm. so like on some level you have to get comfortable at some point with the right person. Like in this situation, you and I, we haven't really done that before in the same way, but like with you and me, like I think on some level, of course we take each other for granted. Mm-hmm. Like I take it for granted that you will be there in the morning when I wake up and we will go through 
that day together and figuring out things, you know, like, I mean, currently in the pandemic, I don't mean like <laughs> outside of this very specific situation. I take it for granted that I'll have a general idea of, you know, what city you're in and, and like what we're each doing in a day. Yeah. There are things I take for granted, but I'm not saying I'm not taking your. There's a difference between that. People use this phrase very generally. And so I think I'm trying to hone in on on what I mean. I don't. To, to take somebody for granted to me in the way people usually say it. Seems to mean like you're taking somebody's sacrifices and struggles and efforts for granted and that they're mm-hmm. meaningless that that they aren't something you can lose that you deserve them but like to the point of like entitlement you're entitled to their efforts that's to me what that phrase usually means when in reality most of the time it's just a comparison play where it's like these other people have all of these things that they do and I am looking at them and now feel like I should, like I'm taking it for granted that you don't do these things when in reality that person just doesn't do these type of things. And so there's levels to taking someone for granted. Yeah. I don't think I fully followed what you just said, but yes, there are, I, 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 I agree that there are levels. Um, And I would say that, like, in previous relationships I've been in, I was so... Like, petrified at the idea of saying something that could push the other person away or unreasonably harm them that I didn't communicate properly. Yeah. And this is the first relationship I've been in where I was willing to communicate even if it was hard for you to hear yeah um but that do you, do you think it's is different yeah yeah to no. me than than um than being cruel yes just to stroke my own ego is it not Apart is is there? This is a simple yes or no. I have a, an actual question I want to ask. So, is there not a? Uh, do I not? Do, I am asking for credit in this moment for being a person who's literally like, hey, I like, I like, I like the spice. You know, I like when you are real upfront, honest with me. And so therefore, if you have something that may hurt me, that may be like, you know, a little like shade side had a side eyed comment. You know, I want that. I want you to give that to me because that is something that I I, I (laughs) enjoy and indulge in. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying I would like. If you want to say anything publicly on your on your platform that you now have about how I brought that out in you and made our relationship a little healthier, I would take the credit <laughs> right now. I would do that. I would be like, yeah, I do that. Yeah, you've literally made the space for me to actually react to things. Oh, shit, man. I'm a good partner. I didn't even know that about myself. That's crazy. But the thing is, is you didn't have that before here now either. I didn't. But you made that space. Like, something, okay, so, like, for anybody listening, something really, really uncomfortable and just not great happened early on in our relationship. And later that night or the next day, I actually don't remember, but you basically you came to me and you were like, so I want to actually communicate in this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't cared this much before. (laughs) Uh, I don't want you to just, you know, say one thing and then expect me to understand magically what you're actually saying. Like, I want to know what's actually going on. And then, um, and I'd never been asked that 
before. Hmm. I'd never had that really. And before you, I also had this idea in my head, especially a few relationships before you, I had this idea in my head of being like this reasonable person in a relationship. I wanted to be reasonable. And mm-hmm. to me, that meant like not, I didn't realize it at the time, but it meant like non-emotional and like not sharing my ugly, mm-hmm. you know? Actually, that reminds me, I haven't even thought about this probably. Is like anyone a, who is wondering, we had a that is I what I want to talk about that. It's funny. I don't want to talk about that. I it, you don't feel like we should No. Oh, all right. We'll bleep it out. We'll cut it. We'll cut it. We'll cut it. Um so something that this whole thing reminds me of that I haven't thought about in like a while where it's like I feel like early on I thought about it a lot was we talked about this idea that Oh, man, I don't even remember it anymore. It was like we have to. It was the idea that sometimes we have emotions and feelings that are really real and big for us. That we're not going to agree with. We might even judge like I might judge whatever feeling I have and that'll make me not want to share it because I don't want it to be reality. So then I'm trying to like exist outside of that emotion, but it's just like it keeps coming up every time something happens or, you know, that sort of thing. And it's based in this idea that we judge ourselves for the reactions we have. Um, so something we talked, we talked about that early on. And then that led us to talking about this idea of like we have to in our relationship, which was really new at the time, we have to share with each other even when we're actively judging ourselves as we say it. Yeah, that was a big thing. Which is still hard. Like, it's a super hard thing to do. But it was a huge deal to me to, like, agree to try with you to do that because I had never even thought of that concept before we were talking about it. Um, so I think, honestly, I bring all that up to say that having the space with you to actually share my emotional reactions and my even like the uglier side of what I was thinking or feeling even to the point of like you thinking it's like funny sometimes to be like no no say it just tell me <laughs> tell me <laughs> what was that look what was what's going on there um it it like makes it safe and possible but I think on the other side of that we agree that we also get to then react to the other person's things like one person being honest also means the other person being honest yeah. you're not you don't get to cancel out the reaction right when right. you're on when you're honest you get honesty back as well which all to me requires bravery yeah because it's like brave to say a thing brave to be ready for whatever reaction is going to come back. And then the other person is brave to hear a thing and brave to like share the reaction they have. Completely. That being said though, I do think we still both like hold kindness in that process. Like I, and, and maybe we'll be rougher when we've been together longer. Maybe we'll, you know, share things that have come up before that we never talked about in like ways that are really hard to hear but um i think even when we're saying things that are hard to hear even when we're communicating with each other in ways that are like painful even communicating is the kindness Mm -hmm. for us i think so that leads me into uh, thinking about the the aggressive. So a lot of in this movie, John David Washington. Shout out Denzel Washington for raising this amazing young black man that we can like look to 
to uh, exemplify great black acting. Shout out to him. Um, but he was cruel. Crueler than she was. Very I, blatantly. I agree with that. I think they like, both were. They both were, but, but his, he, hers was he a really little bit did. more subtle. He like went the fuck in at moments on on her about just her flaws and why she wouldn't be good enough for him all these things he kind of like like she said you verbally abused me <laughs> he brought up her suicide attempts sort of casually very casually in a, an argument and shamed her for it mm -hmm. as a point in the argument yep, like just to win yeah, like that. That's, and, they, and, and that's where at that point, literally everything until she brought it up again, which I was really glad she did. She did. She up did. until that point, I was like, no, she's literally reacting just to that. Yeah. Because how dare you bring that up and throw that in my face? They did a very good job at uh, at making sure that the that the the woman didn't play the victim role in this film. I, yeah. I, I thought that was spot on. I didn't I, think about that. Like, she actively was always, like, anytime it was like, oh, she's just a lowly, oh, she's she committed suicide and was addicted to pills and now she's clear. Like, oh, everything like was against her. She's like, wait a minute, who the fuck are you? Like, she always came back and I love, like, she, ugh, killed, killed. That, that was written perfectly. She played it perfectly. Amen. My point is that I often am scared of my actual reaction and I feel like I often don't communicate because I feel like I'm going to turn into that person that is there and so in a lot of, of the, what of the of the uh, of, of Washington okay. of Malcolm like I, th I feel like I'm going to turn into that person one day where I'm just like spouting off all like negative shit and judgments and insults because um more or less the relationship that we have cultivated in being comfortable with the in being comfortable with each other has um uh made me feel like I can say these things uh and mm -hmm. still be safe. <clears throat> yeah. And th and that's part of the taking it for granted is that yeah. he is saying all these things saying all these things because he knows that she is still going to love him. Yeah. And there was a point even during the movie when I thought to myself, like, he could respond by saying, don't you understand that it's because I'm so comfortable with you and I love you so much that I'm, like, not even thinking about these things, yeah. you know? And that might be true, but that doesn't mean that you can't, like, do better. Yeah. Like, yes, that's that's amazing that you found that person that you can truly be yourself with to the point where you're not thinking about anything. You're not thinking about their efforts even because of how comfortable you are. Great. That's great. Now move forward. Like now grow. Like do something more than just that. Find, I think finding the person is so emphasized in this society that anything mm -hmm. after that point you don't really learn about. You don't. So whether in like representation in media, but then also just like talking about it, like it's all about the, the dating process, the chase, the, the losing the person, the heartbreak, the finally finding a person, the if it's a marriage, a marriage, like whatever it is, or the, up until the commitment. And then once there's commitment, there's usually like a tragedy story. But this was not <laughs> the beginning of a relationship or the end of a relationship. This no, movie. No. It was... I mean, not that we know of. Like, it could have been the end. It very well could have been. But, but I, think I don't think it was. But I think it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I often, I, 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 I'm finding myself in an episode of depression, not talking to you, not uh, reacting, showing love, care, like actively taking you for granted in the moment for all the things that you may be doing, even if it's, uh, you know, in the long run, it, it doesn't turn out that way in the moment. I'm taking you for granted that happens. And then I get to look in on myself 
and and hope that I don't get lost in that. I think like, like in the moment you're looking in on yourself. Yeah, ho- ho- like like in the moment where I'm having that episode where I'm feeling all these things taking you for granted. I'm looking in and being like, uh, I hope that this is not a turning point. Mm. Like, I hope that this isn't how I now have, I now feel like I have to move, that I'm so scared of myself and what I could do that I'm not pushing forward and communicating. Because, um, and some, something that, like, this movie was not about that, but something that wasn't explored is the, like, the anger inside of black men that is, that has to go uh, kind of mismanaged at all times. He went outside and he was, like, punching the air and angry in a way where, like, that can be communicated to a uh, new class feminist as he wanted to hit her. <laughs> you know what I mean? And And he's so angry that he would do that. And, like, my point of view is looking at it is, even if he did hit her in reaction, there is a unaddressed uh, mishandling of black men and their anger and, like, what they're supposed to do with it and how they're supposed to... um, manage it it's uh like it is always in a contained box it is always being like it's it's either in a contained box or it's like let loose and like causing havoc on the world it's uh abusing people it's um you mean actually or in representation no like actually like either it is a contained box in a relationship or it is like turning out as some form of abuse or some form of uh like power dynamics gone fucking terribly wrong like something is happening there that is inherently wrong that we all look at and we're like you shouldn't be doing that but there is a middle ground that is it is not uh explored it's not explored at all like the the cruelty that you were speaking to and is 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 kind of the the happy middle ground for a person who doesn't want to hurt anybody who doesn't actually want to cause anyone physical pain who doesn't like and i thought that was a super that was super interesting Mm -hmm. to just like add in there like 15 minutes into the movie he was like i'm abusing you (laughs) and she was like well you're verbally abusing me he's like still that's a little bit out of the realm of what's happening here, but I'll allow it. Like he, he's he's literally balancing with this thing because it's like I have so much anger inside of me yeah. that I understand that I could do this and it is a possibility, but I'm not like I that's just not something that I see or actually see myself doing but i know that it's a possibility if i decided to let myself loose in this way so calling you names insulting you is like the least of the actual problems and i'm trying to communicate as you would like me to as you would as as you would uh present to me as a coping mechanism for not taking you for granted communicating and sometimes that is going to come out angry. Sometimes it doesn't come, come out aggressive. Sometimes it's going to come out as an insult. And my point in saying all of this is, like, at the end of the day, if I come through with an insult, with a whatever that, like, personally hits you and offends you on a level that you didn't think I... uh I would ever do out of out of trying to be a kind person trying to hold back and like and not do those things like would you the cliche and would the, that be the breaking the, point the, yeah like the, 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 the cliche question is would you be able would you be able to forgive me but what I actually want to know is like what would that do to you 
and how would it affect our relationship? Because that's something that I'm actively always scared of. It's like, if I cross that line, that is the breaking point. And so I never want to get to that point, but it also leads mm. to me holding stuff in that I don't think is necessarily healthy. Mm. And I think leads to like other stuff that I don't think I, I would ever do. But like, I, I see other people and it's like, I understand how you got there. Right, like it built up, the pressure built up. Yeah. And I don't want to ever get to that point where the pressure will build up. So, like, at what point um, would it be too much? Or is it too much to, to cross that line to you? I think a lot of things are about habit for me practice mm. um sometimes sometimes i go too deep into that where like as soon as one thing happens i'm like is this how it's gonna be now like <laughs> when zavi was really really young and there were certain little things going on it's like is this my life <laughs> this two-week-old <laughs> baby I get no sleep. Is this what it is now? Nobody <laughs> told me. <laughs> I just, um, that is, but, but even without that thought, like that is what more so is an issue for me. Like if it became, if, if it became like our practice to insult each other. Mm -hmm. when we were in those moments of like really bad difficult like tension that would break me over time yeah. that would be a breaking thing for me but it's not that it's a breaking point i'm actually um i actually have a really thick skin like all like from you hearing something like that from you would cut you know Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not just saying like an insult, like you like saying something dumb that's insulting. I'm saying like, like, like you throwing something in my face yeah. that I've done or said or, or been insecure about or whatever, you know, you knowing it will hurt and then hurting me because in that moment, like that's what feels like good mm -hmm. to do, which is usually why we would do things like that. You know, it, it, it's a release. It would feel good to do it, you know? Yep. Um, maybe I've done something that warrants it for you. So like, mm. yeah, um, it's not about that. I've had things said to me, you know, like, <laughs> um, I think you and I have like experienced things from each other that have hurt. Um, but I also think we haven't experienced, like you're saying, like we haven't experienced the worst. So like, um, of course, because of who you are to me, coming from you, it would cut deep. And it, I, how it would go is, I would probably like, either I'd, I, either I'd react outward at you, or I would completely like withhold, and then probably withdraw for a while. Um, but with probably because of who I am because of how I know how I am I probably withdraw for a while with the understanding that like I just need this time right now it doesn't yeah. mean any ending to me um but it would also to me also because I know how I am it would mean that at some point we need to discuss this at some point we need to talk about that like and whatever we talk about in you having said that thing probably has nothing to do with the discussion we were having when that was said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a separate thing that that was said, whatever it was, hypothetically. Um, and because of other discussions we've had, it would probably be me saying like, is this something I can expect now? Like, is this something that you're just now okay <laughs> with doing? Because like you crossed this line. Yeah. Is this gonna come up again? Mm -hmm. Like, 
are you okay with that? <laughs> you want me to do this now? <laughs> are we? Have you taken the gloves now? off? <laughs> we doing bare knuckle fist? Like yeah, I can just both went there. Isn't it weird that there's no ending to a podcast? Our relationship. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> like I'm still on the podcast. <laughs> like can't you like if we if we had this type of night that Malcolm Memory had isn't it weird that we would we have agreed to try to make it work after all of this yeah and have those type of discussions where it's like well is this what we're doing now <laughs> we, don't, we don't even know if this is what this was their dynamic for their entire relationship right. or if all of this is just happening now. It right. seems like they were comfortable enough with it that they were letting it happen, but yeah. there was also a lot of processing. There was a lot of like distraction that they yeah. were kind of like trying to process through the distraction. Like there was a lot of that. So it, this could have been a very first time it ever happened. And because or they love each other, they're, you know, trying to figure out how to handle this in the best way possible. Yeah, I didn't get that feeling. I got the feeling that they've that they've communicated like this before, but True. that this night was bad. Yeah. Because of the context, because it was his opening night because or whatever it was. It because like it was just big for both of them. Um and it brought out some like very real insecurities and fears and and resentments. I think that's something I want to ask you is like with the faults that I have, with the things that I do wrong, especially if there's times where you're carrying more than me, do you think you'll, do you think you store that as resentment? Um, I don't think... I label it as resentment, but something of that definitely does store up, but I recognize it as resentment and I like part of my uh journey with figuring out my mental health is to like get rid of that expectation. Um not expectation, to get rid of that uh resentment, possible resentment. Mm. Even the you know, if I'm just like, well, um, I did this thing, you should do that thing. Like even stuff like that, mm. like that is, that kind of plays into an idea of what resentment could turn into. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. And so like even That's something like that, like, yes, I'm trying to unlearn and get out of, um, that. Just because I, I feel like it's unhealthy and I feel like it's not necessary, but I, I can't say that it doesn't happen. But I can say that I'm just, you know, hoping that it doesn't happen forever. Yeah. Or like, I, I think I want to be aware of it. I think that's my whole thing with my, my pursuit of mental wellness is Not just, like, being along for the ride of my brain and body's way of processing things. Like, I want to understand it and, like, be able to help it and be able to influence it. Like, if I'm if I'm taking something that happens between you and me, even over time, and putting it away as, like, you know, well, someday he better pay me back <laughs> or like however it goes. I don't exactly know how it goes, um, but especially not for like these long relationships. Like we've been together four years, you know, and for us, that's like worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> but like my parents have been together for 44 years, I think. 44 years. <laughs> uh, 
ridiculous amount of years. 44 years. Find a hobby, nigga. What you doing? 44 years. Find a hobby? <laughs> Instead of being married? What does that know. mean? <laughs> That's just such a long time. That's a ridiculous amount of time to just be with one person. That, that is amazing it's, like, a, it's amazing I can't even it imagine. is but like, that's that's what but I'm saying. that's what we've signed up for so like exactly. what <laughs> like how do you not resent the other person and i think the thing that like we've kind of something we began with early on i think is the idea that like Especially once we got married and it was like a, a committed decision, you know, to be together in a different way, um, which was really early. It was a year. So anyway, there's um, sort of a value that we seem to have of if we can like set a good foundation, we'll be things will be like handled better later. It's not easier necessarily, but I remember talking about an idea that I had of if we build the roads of communication now, then when we're in the heat of something, we don't have to build the road and drive the car. Like we can yeah. just like drive. <laughs> um, but if we don't have those roads built and those those ways of getting to each other, um, we won't. It'll be so much harder to actually like bridge that gap and 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 communicate what we need to communicate and hear what we need to hear. Um, so I think I'm saying that to say that I feel like we sort of, for some reason, started really early on with this idea of like, let's let's start figuring out how to do this well. Mm-hmm. Not just let's get married, not just let's be together forever. Like, um, it sort of felt like life influence. Like we we like had lived some things, we had experienced some things that didn't go well. Like it's like let's let's not do that. <laughs> as simple as that. Let's just do it differently. Yeah. There are a million things on my list of things to talk about that we would talk about so hard if we had the time, but we don't have the time. We have a child, and I want to be done and I want to recording pee. this thing. Um, I think this is the first episode that we actually like did. I don't know. We've tried many times. Um, since we never uh, introed anything, we're talking about the movie Malcolm and Marie <laughs> on Malcolm, Netflix. Yeah, Malcolm and Marie. Starring uh, Zendaya and John David Washington, written by the guy who wrote Euphoria, who was a white guy. So I feel weird about that as well. So there were so many things that I wanted to, that that could be talked about about this movie um, that we would go ham on and just have full on discussions about. But you know, we don't need to reveal all of our all of our tricks. <laughs> You know, right out the bat. Um, yeah, I think this was good. I think we talked about some things. So are people going to start listening to this and just, like, hear us talking about something they don't understand for the entire episode and then get to the end and be like, oh, that's what they were talking about? Well, no, the, the name of the episode will be, or the name of the podcast is Ali and Ani Go to the Movies. Bam. Great podcast name. The names of the episodes will be Allie and Ani Watch. Da, 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 da. Like friends. Exactly. Um, you know, when we finish Shit's Creek, it'll be like Allie and Ani finish Shit's Creek. And we just sit on the microphone and talk about that. And this episode will be named Allie and Ani Watch Malcolm and Marie. And, you know, there'll be a description whatnot. And anybody who feels like they want to hear about what we have to say about that movie will listen to that. Hang with us and... 
It'll be like a sitting with us. Not saying anything. <laughs> Those are our kind of friends. <laughs> we like it when people don't talk around us because we don't have to acknowledge you. Um, <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, Alright. Well, this is the end of that episode. Um, thank you for listening. If you did, uh, do you want to say anything else? No, I'm good. Alright. Peace. Bye. Bye. Shake the low, 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 shake the low